Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. How's it going? Chilling. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's not. <laughs> we hit 41 straight days. Yep. Of, uh, over 100 degrees. <laughs> hottest in, in a row. Like in a we, row. We've had more, but this has been but in this a row. Is the hottest stretch in the history of mankind. Yep. I mean, I assume. Was it, uh, 27 was the, the last longest consecutive streak. I like... assume that <laughs> during the formation of the planets, <laughs> there was a probably hotter stretch. Yeah. But yeah, when like in recorded history. Yeah, before there was an atmosphere. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and like, before we were slime. Yeah, the planet was just a giant volcano for a while. Yeah. Like af- after that other planet hit us and then yeah. made the moon. Like they, That's they what probably I'm talking, got yeah. real hot for a long right. time. <laughs> so maybe not of all time, but definitely recorded history. If you hear, a, if anyone listening here is a buzz in the background, that's our fans. Yeah. Because yeah. it's hot as fuck. So yeah. you know, this is what we're doing now. Uh, <laughs> And then, so we're also like the power grid. ERCOT's like, hey, try to conserve between two <laughs> yep, and eight we're, every we're, day. We're asking for uh, yeah, voluntary personal conservation between two <laughs> and eight, the hottest time. Yeah, I'm like, get yeah, fucked. And then we're on uh, level two drought. Yep. So fuck yep. everything. Burn notices. Yep. Yep. You can only water your lawn uh, once a week. And I'm like, look, if you're on a drought, <laughs> stop watering the lawn. <laughs> yeah. It'll come back. You can go buy some more seed. Yeah. Like, if you have enough money that you have, like, a prized lawn, you can redo yeah. your fucking prized lawn. Yeah. Guess what? After all of the humans are dead, the grass will be fine. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> God willing. <laughs> Let us die. All right. Uh, I didn't even check any of the updates. Because I know there aren't any, so that's fine. <laughs> I have a life update. Ooh. I'm starting a new business. I'm actually starting two businesses, but I started a new business. <laughs> and I will see. I filed with the Secretary of State. I'm going to do uh, m- uh, a lot more event booking in town. And I'm a branch of that is I bought a bunch of stupid shit. And now <laughs> I'm going to do mobile karaoke. Yeah, you are. I've already got a client. I need two more. If you're mm-hmm. in the Austin area and you want some karaoke, hit up the show. Yeah. Or if you want a live podcast, we'll do that too. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I did my first cold call uh, today for my business, which felt really yucky. Yeah, it was a place I had applied to work for, but didn't uh, did not get a job. And I was like, hey, just you know, if, you know, hey, I applied for this job a long time ago. But uh, if you guys have event needs now, because I see you have an event coordinator, like I'm happy to be your vendor. And they got back to me. Hey, and they said we're not planning on putting that job out again. I'm like, that was not the question. You read the first <laughs> sentence of this email. Somebody's got a a backed up email box and they're just yeah. trying to rip through it. It's just don't answer if you're not gonna read it. You're not gonna hurt my fucking feelings. <laughs> Fuck you is my first my first cold call. You ruined it. But apparently they did hurt your feelings. That's a good point. Yeah. Well not if they wouldn't have hurt it by saying nothing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got That you. was my first cold call. <laughs> It was a non-profit, too. <laughs> I was going to give them good rates. <laughs> I hit someone else who uh, owns a venue in town, and I said, hey, I'm hungry for clients, so I'll give you starving rates. <laughs> but we'll see. I don't want to work in an office anymore is what I'm getting at. Yep. Never again. Yep. I can't do it. Uh, we didn't get any Venmo. I know we're not in any charts. We didn't lose any Patreons because it would have told me. Uh, yeah. Email's empty. No new reviews. Okay. Dan, what's the number one movie in America? Barbie. Of course yeah. it's fucking Barbie. 
$33.8 million. What's the number two movie in America? Blockbusters this year have opened at less. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And one's going to this weekend. Oh, boy. Uh, We'll talk about that. Boy, howdy. Uh, Oppenheimer? Correct. $18.8 million. Back in the number two slot. Word. Because it wasn't last week. It was beaten by Ninja Turtles. Oh, that's right. Which I have as my number three. Correct. 15.3. Oh, what's number four? Uh, all right, four and five air shots in the dark. Uh, Shoot it. Is the Meg Two still Correct. making money? Yeah. Meg Two colon the trench <laughs> with twelve point eight million. And, and the last one, I'd probably not write, but Haunted Mansion. Incorrect. Oh. Oh, yeah. Was there was there something new? Something new came out. Oh, yeah. Like I knew about it, so it's not like out of nowhere. And everyone I've seen has watched it. Has been a film person I know. That oh, okay. has talked great things about it. It's the oh. last voyage of the Demeter, oh, okay. which is like a a boat vampire thing. All right, which uh, made six point five million, but it's apparently great now. Uh, releasing this weekend yeah. is Blue Beetle, <laughs> and people are constantly tweeting and showing pictures of the theater they're in where it's like them and three other people mm. so it's gonna lose a lot of money oof i'm actually getting, tickled like decent to s- reviews too i want to see if it's uh not even in the top five next week oh my god wouldn't that yeah. be sad uh side note about blue fucking beetle by the way yeah i'm mad because a while ago i did get this thing that's like join our mailing list because we're going to be doing some promotional stuff for blue beetle it, you get it for journalists and stuff Word. i did not know that the director was coming here oh uh, the director went to the highball to oh. do this press thing specifically requested the highball oh. as opposed to somewhere else even though it's under construction which is a local venue in town that you've done stuff at yep. i used to book um because the director of Blue Beetle used to work at Alamo Drafthouse South Lamar ah, as a server. The fuck? Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. That blew my fucking tits off. That's crazy. I saw a picture of him like, that guy has definitely brought me wings and fries. I remember him. <laughs> he was working there when I moved here. Wow. And he directed Blue Beetle. That's fucking cool. Yeah. And here I am begging people to let me do karaoke <laughs> at their venue. I did some of the, of the timeline splits. I did a bad one. <laughs> I mean... You know, speaking of averages, <laughs> approximately half, sure, half of yeah. everybody does. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I deserve it. Thank you. Uh, okay. So, yeah, it said Blue Beetles. The box office numbers are not looking great. Um, uh, Warner Brothers getting a lot of backlash, <laughs> shockingly, <laughs> yeah. because they're about to put Barbie on VOD. Oh, my God. Because and they it's hit still their, making $30 million on, hit, yeah. Whatever number of weeks it is, like um, eight weeks or seven, I mean, seven I weeks or something. I think it's like 17 days. I think it's like three uh, weekends. Yeah. So people are losing their shit. Like, it's cutting out what the legacy of this movie could be because it's already mm. performed spectacularly. Yeah. But to put it on VOD means you're going to take away millions and millions of dollars because it's still crushing number one at the box office. Yeah. You don't pull number one at the box office. No. But <laughs> our, our buddy Zaslav, yeah. he wants the, the streaming numbers because he wants to say not only did we dominate the theater, we dominated streaming, yep. which is going to cost the money. But in his <laughs> mind... and. Hmm, he also wants it to be on streaming before they have to settle and pay people royalties for streaming numbers. Oh, that's a good point. That's, I didn't even think about <laughs> He's that. He's going to have to pay Margot Robbie even more yeah. after they settle. That's true. She's right now, the uh, <laughs> the headlines say she's already made $50 million. Hell yeah. Uh, but then I saw other headlines that say that's, that's probably very low 
Mm. that it's actually probably much, much more. And it makes me think about Robert Downey Jr. getting that $80 million for Endgame. I'm like, what if she gets more for Barbie? And I would fucking love that. Uh, That would make me happy. Uh, And then I'm bringing this up just because I know next week that Blue Beetle is not going to make a lot of money. Yep. Uh, A new report reveals that Oppenheimer's 70 millimeter IMAX showings netted Christopher Nolan's movie $17 million from just 30 screens around the world. Jesus. 17 million from 30 screens around the world. There's some cineplexes that have 30 screens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, again, people I've seen uh, tweeting in Austin, like, Hey, we're going to San Antonio because that's the closest 70 millimeter IMAX. Uh, I saw Oppenheimer. Uh, I'll review it uh, momentarily, but uh, let me, uh, it's very important. It's, It's the fans. What you're hearing? <laughs> well, you think you can block the? the yeah, yeah, I was trying to see if I could block. You know, what? it's the, 110 degrees outside. If anyone <laughs> yeah. has a problem with the fans, you fucking email us and we'll talk about it. <laughs> you motherfuckers. Uh, so, if you take a 25 milligram Delta Eight gummy <laughs> 15 minutes before Oppenheimer starts, yeah. I shit you not. It will kick in for the first test, <laughs> the first text test test explosion, and it will blow your fucking mind. Also, if you happen to go to the Alamo Draft House, South Lamar, there is a place next door called Greenbelt Botanicals that sells two dollar twenty five milligram, oh milligram uh, Delta Eight gummies. That's just like a little movie special to pop before you go see that's a movie. Pretty fucking genius. Oh my fuck! We're gonna talk about that. Um, but before we do that, I have a game for you. Ooh. Okay, the game is this. Six movies have made at least $1 billion post-box office of 2020. If you can name all six, next time we go to dinner, it's on me. Fuck. Um, so we can go someplace fancy like a buffet. <laughs> since, since pandemic? Since post-2020, six movies have made at least $1 billion. Name all six. Oh, my God. All right. Um... Barbie. Correct. Way of Water. Correct. Fuck, what else? I think you'll get five of the six. Oh, man. I'm trying to remember, like, what what came out when, because I've been watching so much shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, the, I don't think any of the fucking Marvel movies made a billion. Did they? Fuck. It's so quiet. I can really hear the fan now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, no Way Home? Correct. Marvel movie that did make over a billion dollars. Got three left. Um, technic- Is that technically a Sony movie? No, it's a Marvel bumper plays before it counts. Am I right? <laughs> um, if oh Doctor Strange is in it, it's a Marvel movie. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm, like, drawing a blank. Okay. One's a kid's movie that came out recently that also played on Twitter, and that's where I watched it. Oh, fucking Mario. Mario. That's right. And then two more that are both sequels. Mm. Uh, I'm blanking. One we talked about a lot and had a advertisement for, and one we talked about very little. 
I mean, it sure fuck wasn't the Flash. No. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Oh, yeah. And oh, fuck, I forgot that did so- that well. Yeah. And the one that I would never have gotten in a million years, Jurassic World Dominion. Really? Yeah. I still haven't even seen that one. <laughs> it's garbage. Yeah. It is hot garbage. <laughs> the main plot is not dinosaurs. It's bugs. But, but it's... The main plot is not dinosaurs. It's bugs. It's not Cretaceous Park. <laughs> Precambrian Park. That's pretty fun. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. God damn it. Ready for our new segment? Yes. Uh-oh, it's time to talk about Jew news. We're going to talk about some Jew stuff. So one, I'm going to review Oppenheimer. Because they talk about being Jewish about every other scene. Yeah. And here, here's the thing about it is like, now, from what I understand, in the early 1940s, there was some anti-Semitism. <laughs> uh, you know, if I'm not localized wrong. in a small place called Europe. Sure, yeah. No, I'm, sh- I'm sure there was none in America. So they talk about it a lot. And they talk about the anti-Semitism happening in America, too. But they never, like, show it. And it's hard to, because you have a lot of, you know, like, we'll say uh, normal sized nosed individuals, uh, a lot of, <laughs> lot of r- passing people mm. who are very affluent and they're physicists and they have money yep. and they're like, it's so hard to be a Jew. And I'm like, it, but is it though? Because you seem yeah. very esteemed. Like sh- they're not showing at any point, like a group yeah. of people throwing rocks at them or someone saying something shitty. Like, now, on the other hand... Yeah, we're, we're not going into the shtetls. Right. On the other hand, and uh, if you haven't seen Oppenheimer yet, whatever, I'm going to spill some stuff. Uh, being a communist is, like, the biggest thing because it jumps mm. around the time a lot. Like, there's a little bit of McCarthyism, but at the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. even in the 40s, it's like, you cannot be a communist. It's like, he's like, oh, you know, it's really, really hard to be a Jew these days. And then they go, like, fucking commie! Like, they lose their mm. fucking shit. And I'm like... They really, really try to force this anti-Semitism in it, but they never show it to you. Yeah, and that was weird to me. Like the mm-hmm. whole time, I'm thinking like, like I think it makes me think about the story that y- your mom told about the like she went to college and they asked where her horns were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like to show something like that. Yeah. in the movie would have been great. Other than like, so they'd be like, oh, it's hard to be a Jew. And other Jew goes, yeah, it is hard to be a Jew. And it's like it makes me think like maybe yeah. it wasn't. It's like <laughs> yeah, that was like a box they were checking. Like oh, we gotta acknowledge this and move on. But it wasn't because they brought it up every other in a three hour mm. movie. They kept bringing it up. And I'm like, cool, show us. I yeah, don't get me wrong. Up. I want to see the anti sentence. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see what our people went through. Yeah. But yeah, it seemed sure, like tell. it was harder to be a communist than it was a Jew in the early 40s, which I do not believe. Yeah. Other than that, I found that movie very enjoyable. I do not think it's his best work. I would yeah. watch it again. Um, my uh, my mom's dad, uh-huh. who was did have horns. <laughs> Funny story. Now, um, <laughs> um, he was in. Uh, was it the? I always forget if it was still the Army Air Corps or if it was actually called the Air Force uh-huh. at the time. I think by World War II it was the Air Force. Okay. Um, he the was in the Air Force. Um, actually had a um. Uh, a, a supervising officer, uh-huh. um, whatever you would call that. I don't, I don't superior officer. Remember sure. my military terms. Sure. Um, had a superior officer uh, basically fired because 
he figured he got evidence of being held back because he was Jewish. Oh. So he like my my pop up wasn't given promotions right. in fighting Nazis. Sure. <laughs> because he was Jewish. Well, he should have been a quartermaster because that's where that's where the strengths lie. Mm. Yeah, so if they had shown anything like that, and they do, they're basically like, oh, do we want to let this many Jews work on the project? And someone's like, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> sounds good. Bring them on. Yeah, that's weird. Um, and then we just stole all the Nazis and had them build our rockets, too. Yeah, that, yeah. And they, they, <laughs> let me tell you something. They, they do that with real kid gloves, too. Yeah. Yeah, the real fucking kid gloves on the Nazi scientists. They make us look a lot better than we actually are. And then uh, just... It's a three-hour movie, but if you took out, let's say, half of the amount of times we just look at Cillian Murphy just staring into either into <laughs> the, the, the camera distance. or into the distance <laughs> yeah. with a glazed-over look on his face, that movie would no shit be two, two hours, 15 minutes. It's <laughs> yeah. at least 45 minutes. I'm like... After like a couple hours, I'm like, okay, man, like I'm I'm invested in the story. I don't give a <laughs> fuck about what this dude thinks anymore. <laughs> I'm like, I under, the other thing is like, and I understand that like he now has to deal with the fact that he unleashed this in the world. Yeah, but he had good intentions, and like maybe this is just the most selfish, shittiest thing I could possibly say. But I'm like, <laughs> he didn't drop the motherfucker. He wanted to be involved in the conversations on like where and when to use it, and they said, nope, you got it. Fuck off. And no. that was it. And he said, of course, you're going to have guilt. But you were also neck and neck with Nazis. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. know there's a, there's a lot, of, lot of levels to this. But yeah, I'm like, and it's also the thing with, like, it's also just physics. Like, if, if hmm. he didn't figure it out, then somebody else would have eventually. Right. Like, a lot of the plot, and I don't know how accurate it is. And I could be wrong, yeah. It's like Russia... United States and Germany all working on it at the same time. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like yeah. he didn't invent fucking time travel. Yeah. He made the biggest bomb that somebody else would have been able to make too. Right. And because then they again, since it's, it's made just much much bigger ones. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, I get like at some point I'm just like I don't care about his conscience anymore. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Stop staring into the fucking distance, you fucking wackadoo. <laughs> And, like, some of the movies about him being a Lothario, which is funny because he's such a gangly weirdo staring off into the distance. But I'm like, spend more time on him, like him just dicking around. Yeah. I thought yeah. we were going to see full Cillian Murphy dong. And we don't. Like, all the headlines about him being, like, full frontal naked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's sitting there fucking cross-legged, fully naked. Oh. And I'm like... Half the time, I'm like, I just want to see what his I mean, dick looks like. <laughs> yeah, you're using the term full really loosely. <laughs> yeah. My guess. <laughs> Mostly is, frontal. My guess <laughs> is that he is not circumcised and they couldn't. That's my. <laughs> because, like, other art films. Stunt cock. Stunt cock. Stunt cock. Right. <laughs> other, you know, biopics will show full dick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That's my first piece of Jew news. Go watch Oppenheimer, <laughs> but take a gummy 15 minutes before the movie starts. And by the time the first explosion starts, oh, <laughs> side note, uh, apparently they spent $100 million on like getting the uh, the shots of the explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone's like that on YouTube was like, that's ridiculous, and went and did it for like a couple bucks. <laughs> yeah. And basically did the exact same shot. <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, I have to imagine it's because... Of how the like IMAX cameras and film works, I guess, but and with like 
modern, you know, digital. $100 million to like see yeah. a fireball, which if you put a gun to my head and said, is this real or is this CGI? I wouldn't be able to tell you. Yeah. I'm guessing it had to do with it being Dime shot ass. on film. A waste of fucking whatever. Because I know all of those, like the, the slow-mo guys channels, all of it's that stuff. It's slow-mo. <laughs> I don't know if they're circumcised. This is June news. <laughs> Shlomo. <laughs> they, uh, they use, um, I think the brand is called the phantom cameras. Yeah. That can go like, you know, ridiculous, like right. a half a million frames per second. Got it. And that like, if you hit the record button a second too early, it will like eat up your entire hard drive before oh, the thing happens. Jesus. So, like you gotta be real precise. Um, but that's you like, you can't do that on film, let alone, enormous film like that amount of frames of picture right. would be like a 600 pound platter of sure. 70 millimeter Got film it. so that's I, I guarantee that's why it costs that much money is oh, getting that ridiculous. on IMAX yeah uh, yeah <laughs> alright next uh, piece of Jew news Bradley Cooper <laughs> is getting a lot of shit <laughs> and it's because he's doing this another biopic of leonard bernstein composer yep uh, <laughs> that's uh conductor mostly conductor. yeah yeah it's a film called maestro that makes sense yeah. and he's wearing a prosthetic uh nose yes. and people are saying that he's jewish stereotyping here's my <laughs> first thing i'm gonna say bradley cooper has a big nose he already has a big nose and i'm gonna say this it's more hooked than the prosthetic. The prosthetic's very straight. So I actually think it makes him look a little more even keel and a little less uh, Semitic. So one, that's yeah. just my first view of it. Two, um, nobody gave a <laughs> shit when The Jerk came out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Three, or no, what, what was the name? It was Roxanne. What was the movie where um, he has the big nose? It's not The Jerk. I think the, it's uh, Roxanne. Because um, it's supposed to be Cyrano de Bergiac. Neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, right. Uh, I don't have I don't have a problem with this. Uh, is that just called Cyrano? No, that's the movie. This is, Cyrano de Bergerac was the play that Roxanne was based on. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Gotcha. Yeah. gotcha and then gotcha. Cyrano with Peter Dinklage came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't see it as uh, anti-Semitic because it's not like they came up like, oh, we're going to make a Jew character, put a big nose on him. They are trying to make him look like an established Jewish person. Yeah, a... a- like famous person who's been photographed a fuck ton. Right. <laughs> like, who's like a, a number one thing is human being, not Jew. Right. <laughs> you know, they're not, they're not doing a vague Jewish person. They're doing a specific human being. Right. Now I understand that's a touchy subject because mm. as we joke, mm-hmm. you know, they say Jews got big hook noses, uh, which is and it's like sometimes definitely not true. Sometimes. Yes. Sometimes no. Right. <laughs> yeah. I got a little Irish button nose. I'm a Jew. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it doesn't matter. Uh, no. So apparently his kids, uh, Leonard Bernstein's mm-hmm. don't give a fuck. They were involved from the very beginning and they said, uh, it just so happens to be true. He had a big nose. You have their whole yeah, quote, so right? Their, their whole quote, uh, which was uh, tweeted. I refuse to say X. Sure, um, that's fine. On uh, on Leonard Bernstein's account that is still running oh. with his family. <laughs> nice. Um, it's at Lenny Bernstein. Um, uh-huh. Put out a statement. Uh, Bradley Cooper included the three of us along every step of his amazing journey as he made this film about our father. Mm -hmm. 
we were touched to the core to witness the depth of his commitment, his loving embrace of our father's music, and the sheer open-hearted joy he brought to his exploration. It breaks our hearts to see any misrepresentations or misunderstandings of his efforts. Mm. It happens to be true that Leonard Bernstein had a nice big nose. <laughs> uh, Bradley, That's my phone ring. <laughs> Uh, Bradley chose to use makeup to amplify his resemblance, and we're perfectly fine with that. Nice. Uh, we're also certain that our dad would have been fine with it as well. Uh, any strident complaints about this issue strike us above all as disingenuous attempts to bring a successful person down a notch, a practice we observed all too often perpetrated on our own father. Yeah, turn that guilt around, <laughs> motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Get him. Uh, at all times during the making of this film, we could feel the profound respect and, yes, the love that Bradley brought to this portrait of Leonard Bernstein and his uh, and his wife, our mother, Felicia. Uh, we feel so fortunate to have had this experience with Bradley and can't wait for the world to see his creation. Signed, Jamie Alexander and Nina Bernstein. Yeah. So Good. go fuck yourselves, everybody. No, no. Here. <laughs> if he didn't do the nose, would it have mattered? No. He's already got a kind of a big schnoz. Yeah. Uh, but he did it to look more like the character. He got blessing from the family. He did it with the best of intentions. Yeah. I am shocked that he is not Jewish. I thought Bradley Cooper was Jewish because he's got curly hair, <laughs> and a big nose. So maybe I'm part of the fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> but um, whatever. Yeah. It's a non-story. And like they said, like you're just trying to pull someone down. Yeah. There are things they do, especially anecdotally in Hollywood still to this day that are very racist. You mm-hmm. know, they whitewash people, they they brownwash people, you yep. know, whatever they can do. I don't have a problem with this. There's not a single iota in me that's like, this is anti Semitic. No. Who gives a shit? Yeah. And Bradley Cooper seems like he's a good guy. Yeah, totally. Do you ever see his in the actor's studio thing? Oh yeah, him asking was it Sean Did, Penn yeah, was doing Sh- was Sean inside the actor's yeah, studio? Yeah, and Bradley Cooper was in the crowd. Yeah, because he was attending like, the school. Yeah. yeah, so he put in the work, like, and he he's like even then asking like very actory, yeah, like anyone craft questions, not like ooh, what was it like to work with this person? Right. Like, <laughs> anyone who went to the actor studio school is allowed <laughs> to do a biopic wearing whatever they want. Word. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Except uh, in blackface. Oh, that's, that's true. Okay, yeah. <laughs> let me, let me, uh, let me, yeah, you're right. <laughs> that was the end of Jew News. Time for news. <laughs> that was off the top of my head, too. I'm proud of that one. Two pieces of news. One, uh, this, uh, this is not topical at all, but someone pointed out on Twitter, not X, <laughs> And this is the funniest shit I've ever seen that of all the original series and six Star Trek, the original series movies. Mm. There is one scene in Star Trek for the voyage home that has the entire enterprise cast together because nurse chapel and Rand and like, mm. there's a couple others that were side characters at the original series. Didn't get to be in the movies, yeah. but they are in the gallery when the original crew comes in. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. And someone like pointed and circled them in the background, and some of them aren't even credited. Wow. But it's like it was that's just the, like it's important to us that they the be here. It's the only <laughs> frame or scene where they're all together. I'm like, that's pretty fucking cool. Wow. And then, uh, with two protagonists of Superman Legacy already cast, actor Glenn Howerton has sparked even more rumors about becoming Lex Luthor. Gre- uh, 
Okay. Uh, Glenn Howerton is from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. yeah He's yeah, Dennis. Yeah. And if I had not seen. Oh, my God. If I had not seen the Blueberry movie, Blackberry, the Blueberry. You look like a Blueberry. The black, the movie about the Blackberry phone. I see, yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. Uh, I saw it. And had I not seen that, I would have been like, I don't think he'd be a good Lex Luthor. But he plays an evil, bald dickhead oh, yeah. in that movie. And he is a phenomenal actor. And I would not have thought that. Oh yeah, no. I th- even from the stuff from "It's Always Sunny," like he when, does, w- he commits. He, he yeah, commits. he a thousand percent commits, and will like, and can pull off all, like any characterization. <laughs> like it's kind of astounding that all of them in that show, like right. a commit so hard, but b are like like get results from the commitment. Sure, <laughs> you know, like Jared Leto commits to stuff, but <laughs> right, a lot, a lot of misses with those swings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And that's why we never do cuts in podcasts because it's unprofessional. Nope. Not just never done one. Never, never have, never will. (laughs) All right. You know what? Uh Oh, it's time for Gen News. You know it now. It's time for Strike Update. Good. Uh. (laughs) It's time for a Strike Update, not in bowling. Proud of that. <laughs> it's the ninth frame. <laughs> I should have had a bowling thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the uh, WGA and AMPTP uh-huh. have met three times this week. That's good. Yeah. So not nothing happening. So they're not starving them out, apparently. Uh, eh, maybe they are. Oh, um, CEOs are planning a meeting today. Um, the news was yesterday and it said tomorrow. So I'm assuming that means today. Uh, CEOs are planning to meet today amongst themselves mm-hmm. to mm. talk about what they talked about, you know, all week. Right. Uh, Tuesday's meeting reportedly ended with quote mixed results, <laughs> and since then they've been going back and forth to see if they can come to a tentative agreement. <laughs> uh, the main issues that they cannot agree on still include pay raises, viewership-based streaming residuals, Mm -hmm. the preservation of the writer's room through minimum staffing and guaranteed days of employment, and guardrails against the use of artificial intelligence to write scripts. So all of the same shit. Right. (laughs) Um, uh, Earlier, I guess yesterday, uh, the WGA West, because it's they're divided into like East and West, um, all your Biggie you know, and Tupac, uh, yeah, your Hollywood people and your New York side. Hey yo, hey. Um, the West, fuck you. WGA uh, released a report that calls for more government regulation of what it calls anti-competitive practices of Disney, Amazon, and Netflix. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I like that. So they're like, hey, fuck you guys. You've been you've been skirting antitrust laws for right. way too goddamn long. You want to hold us hostage? Let's. You, you want to? Yeah. You want to take put the gloves some mud off? In your eye. Let's take some fucking gloves off. Yeah. That's your strike update. Fuck you! <laughs> He's still Fuck mad. You! Fuck you! He wants to get back to gaining and losing weight. That's what Fuck you! Fuck you! All right, that's enough. Get back in the corner. And then uh, this week's uh, headlines that exemplify the problem. Please hold on. These headlines exemplify the problem. Uh, so <laughs> I meant to follow up on this, but all I have is the headline. 
Uh, Tron 3 director says 150 plus crew members laid off as strikes shut down production. Uh huh. Quote, we need to speed up the negotiating process. Oh. That sounds like he's talking about the people on strike. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to the people who said, we're going to wait until you now, guys start losing your homes and now, apartments now before I wonder we even come back to the table. If, if the DGA <laughs> was on strike, would he be like, we need to hurry these up? Mm. I wonder if it was him still on strike. I wonder. Yeah. Motherfucker. Yep. And then uh, the last thing I have. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, all of the release the air cut. Yeah. Shit that's been going yeah. on for yeah. fucking forever, it seems like. Uh-huh. Um, well, David Ayer has been tweeting. Mm-hmm. And on Wednesday... He, he was said, re- fucking stop it. <laughs> he was responding to somebody who was basically just shitting on all of the DC mm-hmm. movies. And he said, I own the tattoo idea 100%. Oh. It was my choice original idea is it would say blessed and not damaged dude now having i love that yeah now having said that i regret that decision yeah. it, oh bless it, it created uh, acrimony and division yeah. not every idea is a good idea oh uh and i'll just be in the corner here while the internet slaps me around for this post oh. <laughs> blessed is way funnier With, like a sweating laughing emoji that's pretty funny <laughs> yeah so because it makes Ayer, it a joke yeah. yeah yep that's good i like yeah. that <laughs> i wonder why he didn't have it in the nightmare sequence in the um snyder cut like all the tattoos were gone uh i'm guessing yeah maybe it's just sort of the the loosey-goosey yeah. nature of the sure. continuity and if a uh, truce bruce i wonder if like mm. if he, I would love to see huh. uh, an air cut uh-huh. put out of the first Suicide Squad uh-huh. where they went back and took, took out, out all of the <laughs> the money. <laughs> yeah. Famously if, Warren Brothers. If like James Gunn could get the money together to go and take out all of the uh, the tattoos on all the Joker stuff, right. I think it would be less distracting and I'd be more interested to see that other Joker That's going to have to be like a fan thing. Yeah. Like everyone works together <laughs> as fans because there's no fucking way. That is funny though. <laughs> yeah. I do like that. Honestly, they don't bother me. Yeah. At all. I, like I, I think it's just it stylized. Yeah. But it's also like, you know, growing up being in the comic book store every day in my yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, this is this artist's take. It's right. whatever. Maybe it's Joker not 100% has changed me, his but... face and literally yeah. cut it off and stapled it back. <laughs> yeah. So many times that I'm like, this, yeah, it's just stylized differently. Yeah, yeah, it can literally be the same character in the same continuity, just drawn yeah. by a different artist, right? And they make so different decisions. It's fine. Does not bother me, right? Yeah, maybe you could say that he was just having a weird time, and those were temporary tattoos, or he he it, it got yeah. tired of them and is putting makeup on top of it, or he got them laser removed. Like, there's sure. a, any number of things. That you could say in one sentence right. that, of why they're gone. Like he had some uh, infantile tendencies anyway. Like you know, like when he got Harley back, he's like, "I've got some grape soda on ice." Like temporary <laughs> yeah. tattoos make sense to me. Yeah, but like makes her get real ones. Like that's oh yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, just a fuck. And with then her. he wipes them off and says, "You're a fucking idiot." Like yeah. that makes sense to me. Yeah. All right. Is that it? 
Yeah, or he like draws them on himself. A hundred percent, like they win the makeup. Well, he doesn't. And do all the of the like, because the even in universe they had like the stylized ha ha has that were yeah. on like the Robin costume, which I love that so, he never bothered to wipe off. Like, oh yeah, versus just like, nope, I'm just gonna fuel my rage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's his Mustafar. It a hundred percent is. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Is that yeah. it for Dan news? That's it for Dan news. I got. No, why the fuck did we need this in the world? Because most of the stories Ooh. are about Blue Beetle and the strike. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's right. And that's I don't, honestly all, don't need that either of those. Yeah, so. all of all of the shit that would be being made isn't being made. So. Yep. <laughs> it's time to lighten the mood before we go. Though having a good relationship with the majority of the cast, James Gunn accidentally sabotaged one of the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 actors on set. Can you guess who it is? Accidentally sabotaged. Accidentally sabotaged one of the actors on set for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. If you guess, I'll buy dinner. Oh, fuck. Um, You get two guesses. uh, Actor or character name are you looking for? Dealer's choice. Um, His brother, Sean Gunn. Incorrect. Damn it. (laughs) Uh, uh, Chris Brett. Incorrect. Fuck. <laughs> the dog that played Cosmo. Oh. Apparently, uh, he's a really, really big dog person. And every time we come to set, he'd run over to the dog and pet it and play with it. Oh, uh, but so you're then not supposed to. Yeah, it's it like became, a service animal. It became like impossible to get the shots because the dog would see James Gunn and run over to him or start wagging yeah. the tail furiously. Give me love. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, hey, there's my friend. I know this is my friend. And the, the oh, trainer man. apparently had warned him not to do it, and he did it anyway. Yep. And that's my favorite fucking James Gunn story. <sighs> that wipes out all those horrible tweets for me. He's Yeah. He just loves dogs too just much. Just loves dogs. <laughs> Must love dogs. <laughs> and right. dogs love him back. Uh, that's that's, that's telling. That's the part that you're like, that's oh, right. okay. <laughs> I don't care how misogynist you were on Twitter. I love you, James Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Fido. <laughs> I'm glad he's got a big nose. Fuck those Jews. <laughs> I'm going to run for office one day. That's going to hurt me. Uh Anyway, thanks so much for everyone listening to this episode. Thanks, Dan, for being here. Yeah, yeah. Shoot us any thoughts, concerns, criticisms, or sponsorship opportunities at 5x5film at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook with the Red Hot Memes at 5x5 for the movies. Thank you, Dan, Benjamin, and the entire team at Fireside. Uh, we'll see you next week with other 5x5 at the movies. Roll credits. Meg. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. I bring the ruckus to the lady. Ruckus. Ruckus. What was that ruckus? What's the ruckus? I don't hear a ruckus. Uh, what ruckus? Making an awful ruckus. Just a little ruckus? I heard a ruckus. Right, a ruckus. <laughs> What's with all the ruckus? You describe the ruckus, sir. Did someone care to explain the little ruckus I heard just now? Yeah. How much of a ruckus are you going to make? For those of you that want to know what we're all about, it's like this, y'all. Ooh, a ruckus. Is everything okay? We heard an awful ruckus. It sounded like there was quite a ruckus showing on over here. This Mr. Ruckus. Will you help me raise a ruckus? You gotta come down here bringing all this ruckus. And just yesterday he caused a little ruckus. Raise a ruckus. Yeah.